Can I show all the
you. God bless you. God bless you. Uh, I'm trying out a new microphone. Uh, let me know if you can. Can you hear me? Uh, I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Amen. Amen. So to God be the glory. Hallelujah for the great things that He has done. Amen. Hallelujah. I may take the microphone uh, off uh, because in order for me to put the microphone uh, on, um, I have to connect it in a way that I can't hear you uh, so y'all can hear me. So if you are commenting or anything of that nature, I won't be able to hear uh, you. Amen. Hallelujah. But my wife, I'm sure, will let me know. Amen. Hallelujah. She has the phone uh, in the other room right now. And uh, so she can hear uh, both ways. Amen. But we thank God for everything that God has done, that God is doing, and God is getting ready to do in the lives of his people. Amen. We thank God and hallelujah for uh, my good friend and sister. Amen. Thinking it not robbery to include little old me, amen, in such uh, a, a grand conference as this, amen, preparing the men, amen, somebody. Uh, this is this is something, amen, that uh, uh, that God has been, let me say, trying, <laughs> amen, to do since day one, amen, somebody. So excuse us and we don't really put a dent into it. Amen, somebody, because if you ain't listening to God, amen, who am I? Amen, what is my voice? Amen, if God can't get you right, amen, somebody. Can I get a witness out there? Amen, somebody. But 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 I like, amen, what I have uh, heard, and I like how uh, everything has been set up, amen, as long, along with the conference, amen, uh, the alpha male, amen, somebody. But I like when it says provide, protect, and love, amen, somebody. Provide, protect, and love. I'm going to repeat it one more time. Provide, then protect, then love, amen, somebody. And these are the characteristics of an alpha male, amen, somebody, because when you get into alpha, amen, somebody, a lot of people misunderstand the word alpha to be the beginning and uh, omega to be the end, for uh, the word says that uh, our Lord, amen, our God, he is the alpha and omega. He says, I am the beginning and the end. I am the first and the last. What we don't understand is that he uh, actually is breaking it down in three different levels for us. He's not just giving us synonyms of the same thing. He's not saying that Alpha and Omega is the first and the last, and Alpha and Omega is the beginning and the end. No, these are three different categories, amen, somebody, of the characteristics of our God. For Alpha does not mean beginning, and Alpha does not mean First, alpha actually means before the beginning. Amen, somebody. So in other words, I am before the beginning and I am after the end, which is omega. Amen, somebody. And then he says that he is the first, the last, and all. But, but, but if we're going to tackle the alpha 
male, can we start there? Amen, somebody. Can we start there? Because Alpha, a, a man, is before the beginning. So if you're going to tackle anything, you don't really start at the beginning. You start before the beginning. Well, you say, preacher, what do you mean starting before the beginning? How can I start before something happened, amen, to tackle a situation? Well, have you ever had any kids to uh, come and you got two kids in the house, amen, and something gets broken or something is missing or something happened, and uh, you ask them, and both the kids are saying, well, he did it or she did it or I didn't do it and I didn't do it. I don't know what happened. Eh? So something got broke, but you, the kids were the only two that were in the room, and nobody did it. Nobody knows what happened. So the beginning of the story tells me that you are saying that you did not do it. That's how the story started out. I didn't do it, or he did it, or she did it, pointing the fingers and pointing the blame. That's how the beginning of the story started out. But I need to go past what you are saying, and I need to get what happened before your beginning. You started there. I need to go somewhere before the point where you started. Amen, somebody. And, and being a male in general, being a man in general, there are a lot of things, amen, that are put before us as men, amen, both naturally and spiritually. We have examples that are set before us, some good, some bad, some indifferent, amen, somebody. But the thing is, if this is the example that is set before us, let me ask this question. What example came before that one? What example came before that one? What example came before? I want to know what was before the beginning. To understand that when God created Adam, amen, and Eve, Adam was in the beginning, amen, somebody, but there was something that was created, that was something rather that existed, not created, but existed before Adam. It was before the beginning, amen, somebody. And when we hear the term alpha male, amen, we a lot of times are associating that with, oh, I'm the head honcho, I'm the head of the pack, and this is, I'm the 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 the, the I'm, I start to say H E N I C Amen. For those of you that know what that stands for, Amen. You you God bless you. Those of you that don't, God bless you too. Amen. Somebody, but I'm the one with the S on my chest. I'm the one that's standing up, Amen, and saying that I'm in control of this. I am man. Hear me roar. Can I get a witness out there, Amen? But it's truly going to be an alpha male since alpha is the the the, the power before. It's the example before. It's the standard before. Amen, somebody. So so if you are truly an alpha male, you are setting a standard for others to follow. You are setting a precedence for others to follow. Can I get a witness out there? Amen, somebody. You are before it happens, before everything else. You go before and you pay the way. You go before. Can I get a witness up in this place? So when we say go before, the only thing, amen, that we are saying is to be the example. Can I get a witness out here? If anybody is ever played a game, a game when you were in school, follow the leader. There was somebody who was before, and there was somebody who was after. Amen, somebody. And those who were after followed the ones who were before, followed the ones who were in the front, followed 
the leader. Amen, somebody. Because the leader had to go to that spot first, and then you can follow. But the thing about it is, if I just say, like the game Simon says, Simon says do this, Simon says do that, Simon says don't do this, Simon says don't do that. Amen, somebody. Now I'm just giving you a dictatorship. I'm giving you instructions like a boss. Amen, somebody is saying just do what I say. But time out for just doing what you say. I want to see what you do. I want to see an example. Amen, somebody. And there's a lot of homes. Amen, somebody that has still not even scratched the surface of where God has intended them to be as a unit, as a family. Amen, somebody. All because that, that man has not taken his rightful place as the alpha male, as the one who goes before to be the example. Can I get a witness up in this place? Amen, somebody. You, you, you wonder why the, the children unruly. Well, look at your example. You wonder why the children go around cussing folk out. Well, look at your example. Amen, somebody. You wonder why the, y'all do somebody trying to witness that there. Amen, somebody. But if you really want to be that alpha male, you have to be that example. Can I get a witness out there? Amen. Amen. That's just a foundation. Amen. That's just a foundation. Amen. Somebody. The alpha male. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody. I'm not going to be before you long if the Lord would say the same. Amen. Somebody. But but what the Bible, amen, talks a lot, amen, from Genesis to Revelation, amen, about manhood in the natural and in the spirit. Amen, somebody. The natural and in the spirit. Amen, somebody. The first thing, amen, that we got to understand is that we go back to our roots, back to when God created us, who he created us to be. Amen, somebody. And, and the Bible says, amen, and let's turn with us, uh, turn with me, if you will. I'm going to look at it again. I'm not, the Lord says the thing. I'm not going to be before you long. I'm halfway finished right now. So watch this. This is the first thing that we know about man. Genesis, the first chapter in the 28th verse, the Bible says, I'm sorry, the 27th verse, the Bible says, so God created man in his own, well, let's back up to the 26th verse. Amen, somebody. Uh, the Bible says, starting at the 26th verse, and God says, let us make man in our image. Amen, somebody, after our Likeness and the image of God means that you have the appearance of God. Can I slow it down and tell you? The image of God means you have the appearance of God. Now we know naturally, so yes, God has eyes. We have eyes. God has a nose. We have a nose. God has ears. We have ears. God has hands. We have hands. God has feet. We have feet. God has a body. We have a body. Amen. When you say, wait a minute, preacher, you lost me there because God is a spirit. Spirits don't have shape. Amen. Somebody, how can God have all of these natural features when he is a spirit? Amen. Somebody, well, I don't have the sufficient time, the voice, or the energy, amen, to explain to you, amen, all of the features of God. 
God, but you better believe that, that the Bible declares that the eyes of the Lord shall be upon the faithful of the land. Amen. Somebody, he created man, mm-hmm. amen, with his hands, the work of his hands. The Bible talks about, the Bible talks about, amen, in this same book of Genesis, that God, amen, was walking in the garden in the cool of the day. Can I get a witness out there? So, so God has these features. So we were made in the image of God. But we take that on a surface level to say we look like God physically. But what God is really trying to get us to understand is that we are not just supposed to look like him physically in the natural. We are supposed to resemble God in the spirit. Can I hear what this out there? Amen, somebody. So, so, So you are supposed to be the God for your family. The God for your children. In other words, no, you're not boasting yourself as God. But when they see you, they should see a raw image of what God is like. Amen. Is God boastful? Is God a cusser? Is God violent? Is God abusive? Is God, somebody shout yes up in this place, up in this, you understand what I'm saying. You should be the mirror image, the reflection, the representation of God. Somebody shout yes. So, so, so we, we were intended to be in the very image of God. Man was intended from the foundation of the world, amen, to resemble God in every aspect of whom God is. Amen, somebody. So, 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 so if you're that, that, that man that is not leading your family spiritually, what are you showing as a representation of God? So in other words, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. There's two ways to present something. You can represent it or you can misrepresent it. I'm going to say it again. There are ultimately two ways to present something. You can represent it or you can misrepresent it. So in other words, when you say represent, that is represent. I am presenting something again, and I'm presenting it in a different light, in a new light, in a light that is more familiar to what you understand. It's more familiar to you on your level, but I'm, re- I'm just representing the same thing that was presented before. Amen, somebody. Or you can misrepresent. Or misrepresent. Somebody shout yes. Amen, somebody. So in other words, I'm either showing you the right way or the wrong way. I'm either a good example or a bad example. I'm either showing you who God is or who God is not. I'm showing you. Somebody shout yes up in this place. Amen, somebody. You wonder how come one of the greatest prophets that has ever walked the face of this earth, the prophet by the name of Moses, Moses had done so much greatness in his entire life. There's not another prophet that have reached the plateau that Moses had reached, amen, in his life. But Moses had one 
thing, amen, somebody that, 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 that put Moses in a category by himself. He was able to lead the children all the way up to the brink of the promised land. He prophesied the promised land to them. He preached the promised land, promised land to them. He led them to the borders of the promised land. He, he, he already mapped out who would get what in the promised land and, and who would get this land and this portion and how to act and how to present yourselves when y'all get in the promised land, how to defend yourselves in the promised land, how to survive in the promised land. He set the entire promise. But there was one thing about Moses that was different from everybody else that he preached to, that he prophesied to, that he led. They were able to go to the promised land, but Moses was only able to see the promised land, but not to enter. When you say, why preacher? Glad you asked. Because Moses misrepresented God. All Moses' life, ever since God had called him, he was representing God well. Even God had said that you will be as God to Aaron, and Aaron will be as that prophet, that mouthpiece. But you will be as God. In other words, that you will be representing me. You will be the one who stands, and when they see you, they see me. When they hear your voice, they know that I have spoken through you. Amen, somebody. But then there was an issue. When God was not angry with the people, the people were thirsty. So God gave Moses instructions of what to do. And then the people their thirst would be quenched. Amen, somebody. Y'all know the story about the rock. Amen, somebody. But here's where I'm getting at. Moses took upon himself in his anger and displeasure to go and smite the rock. He hit the rock with the staff twice, as a matter of fact. Amen, somebody. Now, the rock still gushed out water. The, 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 the children of Israel still drunk. But the problem was this, that now you got an entire nation, Moses, not one or two people. See, to whom much is given, much is required. You always talk about, oh, Lord, enlarge my territory, enlarge my coast, increase me. I want more of this and more of that. Be careful. Be careful. It's, 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 it's a huge enough job to have the blood of one person on your hand. And you want a whole, I heard sis talk about the mega church, amen, somebody. But you want a whole a mega church, amen, as far as 10,000 members, amen, under the roster, amen, somebody. You want all of these people, you got to understand, amen, so much is given, much is required, and you say one wrong thing to misrepresent God, and you have not just corrupted one person, you corrupted 10,000. My God. Somebody shout yes up in this place. Amen, yeah. somebody. So, so here was Moses' issue. Moses re- misrepresented God. He told an entire nation by his actions and his demeanor that God was angry with them. Now, be careful on this. Because even as he told Prophet Jeremiah, amen, and a few other prophets, amen, somebody, you got to be careful Jesus. when you prophesy to people. Be careful 
Because you can make people think that God has said yea when he said nay. Or he said nay when he said yea. Or he was angry when he was really happy. Or he was happy when he was really angry. I got Amen, somebody. And now the people think that God is angry with them. And now the entire nation have a screwed misconception about the nature of God. When we are called to represent God to the people instead of misrepresenting God to the people. Are you getting something out of the word so far? Amen, somebody. So, 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 so God said, let us make man in our image. We are to be the mirror image of God. And then he says something a, a little bit further. He says, and our likeness. So not only make, God in the, make man in the image of God, but in the image and the likeness of God. Now, the likeness, that speaks of the character. The likeness speaks of the character. See, the image speaks of the characteristics. You look like God. You presenting yourself as God. So when I see you, I see a good picture of God. You are a good leader because you lead by example. Yes. Somebody shout yes. But then when it talks about the likeness, it's talking about the characteristics. I'm sorry, the character of God. See, the image, that's that external. That's what I can see. But the likeness, that's that thing that is internal. Somebody shout yes. Yes. See, that's the thing that's displayed. Amen. When you smile on the outside, but something going on deeper on the inside, that's that thing. Amen, somebody. So, 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 so when he talks about the likeness of God, that's the character of God. In other words, the very personality of God. So how God thinks, that's how I am supposed to be thinking. Amen, somebody. How God views a situation is how I should view that situation. Amen, somebody. So what God loves, I should love. What God hates, I should hate. What God is for, I should be for. What God is against, I should be against. For how can two walk together except they be agreed? Amen, somebody. You say you're walking with God, but y'all not in agreement. Amen, somebody. God says this, but you saying that. Somebody shout yes up in this place. So, so the Bible says, and God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness and let him have dominion over the fish of the sea and the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the creeping thing that creeps. Well, so, so, so not only do I want him to represent me well, not only do I want him to be the very example, the very mirror image of who I am. Not only do I want him to think like me and display my very emotions in the time, at the time that they should be displayed, not misrepresenting me. When I'm angry, you should be angry. When I'm I'm indifferent, you should be indifferent. If I don't care about it, you shouldn't care about it. If I love it, you should love it. If I have indignation, you should have indignation. There's sins that I hate, but you buddy-buddy with them. Should not be so. 
Amen, somebody. You said to preach on this, that, and the other, but I preached on it. It's in my word. I said that this is a sin. I said that this is wrong. But you, amen, somebody want to stand up and say, well, we're not going to preach on that one. Well, this may not be as wrong. Well, everybody is doing it now, so so we're just going to accept this, that, and the other. Amen, somebody. But God's word has never changed. He's the same yesterday. He's the same right here today. And guess what? I got news for you. Three weeks, he's still going to be the same. Next year, he's still going to be the same because he's the same forevermore. Amen, somebody. So when he gave man the image and the likeness of him, he also gave him one more thing, and that thing was dominion. That dominion is his fear of authority. So you don't have authority over everything and everybody. You, you, you are not God, but you are representing the very character of God. So you must walk in dominion because God is not a king, but he is the sovereign king. And by us being kings and joint heirs to the royal priesthood, we must walk in our kingly dominion and our sphere of authority and our power. Amen, somebody. The thing is that here's the thing. We 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 see dominion, but we 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 just tiptoe all over it. Amen. Somebody not understanding that dominion, amen, somebody is synonymous with the very power of God, the very strength of God, the very core of who God is, the rock that He is. Amen, somebody. So 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 there is no weakness in God. There is no wishy-washiness in God. There is no variable of turning there, no shadow of turning it. There is no variableness in God. Amen, somebody. So God did that. He created the man that way and as such. Amen, somebody. And, and God, amen, he made man. When God originally made man, understand this. See, this is where we got to go. We got to go. We got to go. We got to go back to the beginning. We got to go back to God, how God originally made us. When God made us, he made us with male and female was together as one. The female was on the inside of us, that rib that he took from on the inside of us, and he built to become that female, to become that woman, to become Eve. That same one initially was on the inside of us. And it was on the inside of us for this purpose right here, to provide, to protect, and to love. Amen, somebody. To provide, to protect, and to love. Now, why else would God create you thus way with a rib on the inside of you. Now that rib is is that woman. That rib is is is, is your, uh, your 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 other part. That that rib is the other uh, you who God created you to be. But 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 that rib is on the inside of you, and it's there for purpose. Amen. Somebody. If this was Sunday morning, we were in, 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 uh, in the sanctuary, I would say, look at somebody and tell them it was on purpose. 
Amen. The purpose was to provide, to protect, and to love. Now, can we dig in it before I let you go? Understand this. Amen. When we talk about providing, protecting, and loving, it's not the man's job. It's not the man's job. Hear me and hear me good before you shut me out. To provide, protect, and love. It's not the man's job. It's God's job. It's who God is. He is our provider. He's Jehovah Jireh. He is our protector. He's our Jehovah Nisi. And he is love. God is love. He doesn't just have love. He doesn't just show love. He is love. So provision, protection, and love, these are, again, remember now, to built the foundation, we're made in the image and what? And the likeness of God. So this is the very likeness of God. So this is not man's job to pick up the mantle and be responsible for this. This is man's job to just represent who God is here on this earth. So in other words, what I'm showing you is that the God who is my head, the God who is my king, the God who is my father, the God who I serve, he's a provider. And I'm showing you by my presentation to you, by my example to you. I provide because I'm showing you that God is a provider. I protect because I'm showing you that God is a protector. I love, not the affection of love, but the very deed of love. I love because God is love, and I'm showing you that the God I serve is nothing but love. Amen, somebody. So I don't walk in love because I want to walk in love because I like everybody and I get along with everybody. No, I'm, my, my job is to show you who God is. Amen, somebody. Now, watch this. Let's dig into it. Provide, protect, and love. Provide, protect, and love. Provide, protect, and love. One more time. Provide, protect, and love. The first one is provide. The first time that you hear the word provide, I don't care what setting it is, the first thing that 99% of people on this entire planet think about is a dollar sign. So if you're not giving me dollar signs, you're not adding them to my bank account, you are not providing. Amen, somebody. Now, the word says like this here. Amen. So I'm not going to take you to all scriptures. You all uh, know the word, but the Bible says it like this here. It says that he who does not provide for his own, he is worse than an infidel. Let me tell you what an infidel is. An infidel is someone who is unfaithful. Amen, somebody. When you have an infidelity, you are an infidel having an infidelity. So you are unfaithful. You're supposed to be faithful to this person or faithful to this thing, but you're not faithful. And when you're not faithful, that makes you an infidel. So everything in the Bible talks about our faithfulness. Promotion is tied to faithfulness. Increase is tied to faithfulness. The favor and the grace of God is tied to faithfulness. 
Everything that God has for us. See, the Bible says it like this. Remember, I told you that God has eyes. He said that his eyes shall be upon the faithful of the land. In other words, I'm looking for those who are faithful. I see your gifts. I see your talents. I see your abilities. I know you can preach your house down, but you are not who I'm looking for. I'm looking for the one who can be faithful. I know your abilities. I know you're able. But I find it very hard to make an able man faithful. But I find it very easy to make a faithful man able. Amen, somebody. If you find somebody who always going to be there, always going to be there on time, always going to show up, you can teach them how to work this. You can teach them how to do that. You can teach them how to do this and that in the ministry or this, that, and the or on a job or this, that, and the at home or this, that. Somebody shout yes. Amen, somebody, because they are faithful to the call, faithful to the assignment. You can count on them, but don't give me the one that got all the gifts, all the talents, all the ability, the one that can sing, the one that can play, the one that can preach, the one that can prophesy, the one that can do this, the one that can do that, the one that can do all these things. But every time I need you, you're nowhere to be found because you are not faithful. God say I can't even use you. He says, my eyes. He's my eyes, and I'm putting my eyes on the faithful of the land. I'm just looking for those who are going to be faithful. Amen, somebody. So, so, so I said that to say this. God has a value on faithfulness. God sees faithfulness as something that has rich value to him. So he says that anything and anybody who is not faithful has lesser value or even no value to me. Amen, somebody. Because I can't use you. If you can't use anything, it has no value. Amen, somebody. The only thing that has value is that that you can use, that you can do something with. Amen, somebody. If you have something in your house and you can't do nothing with it, amen, somebody, it has no value. You get rid of it. Amen, somebody. Some of y'all got some kids you can't do nothing with. I'm going to leave that alone. Amen, somebody. Can I get a witness out there? Can we keep it real? Amen, somebody. So, 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 so we know now how God sees faithfulness. Amen, somebody. And how he views unfaithfulness. Amen, somebody. Now he says to provide for those of your own household. He says, if you don't provide for those of your own household, he said, I see you in a category which is worse than how I see the unfaithful person. Oh, Are you following me now so far? So, 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 so the, Bible, the Bible talks to us about provision. Amen, somebody. And the Bible talks, amen, in 1 Timothy 5 and 8, uh, but if any provide not for his own, and specifically for those of his own house, he has denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. So now the question becomes, what is provision? What does it mean to provide? Because here's the thing. If if providing for your family means that you are the one bringing all the money, then a lot of families, a lot of men specifically, 
would just be on their way to hell. God would not be able to use them. God would not be able to deal with them. Amen, somebody. Because there are a lot of women who make more than the men. There are, y'all don't hear me up in this place. Amen, somebody. Uh, now, 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 what happens if my wife makes more than I do? What happens if she has the, 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 the income coming in and I don't? Does that mean that I'm not providing? Well, I should just go hang it all up now. Because I'm not able to do what she does, I should just give it all up. Or, 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 or bust myself trying to keep going and going and get five jobs and this, that, and the other and do all of that just so I can bring a dollar more than she does so I can live up to the scriptures. That will guard me. Now, in the original Greek, when God had spoke, because remember, he is the provider. He is Jehovah Jireh. We don't be God. We just represent who God is. Amen, somebody. I laid the foundation. So when God says that now the, 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 the mantle, the charge, rather, is in your hand to provide for those, amen, of your own and especially those of your own household, what is provision? Amen, somebody. Now, provision is to take care of. I'm going to say it again. Provision means that I am taking care. Oh, okay, okay, watch this. If you, let's talk money first because that's, that's the only thing a lot, of, a lot of understand. So if you have a bill due and you don't have the money for it, but I do, I am providing you what you need to do what? to take care of that bill, right? So we're talking in terms of money. Now, in terms of everything else in your life, it means the exact same thing. If you are to provide for those that you have the charge over, that you are over, that you are representing Christ to, that you are being that God to them, that example, it means that you are caring for them. Amen, somebody. I'm going to say it again. Simple as that. That means that you are caring for them. Now, let me make it plain. If you care for me, then you would be there for me. Hear me and hear me do it now. I'm just, I'm just explaining the scripture right now. If you care for me, that means you would be there for me. In other words, you won't leave me, neither would you forsake me, but you would be there with me until the end. Does it sound familiar? Does that sound familiar? In other words, you will be faithful to me. You would not be unfaithful to me, which means you would not be an infidel. You will not have infidelities against me. Oh, my God, I wish you really got that in the spirit. Amen, somebody. Do you see how it all comes together as one picture? Because we are representing who God is. Amen, somebody. See, in the beginning, when God made Adam, that, that same scripture, we still there. Amen, Genesis 1 
and, and, and 20, 26, 27, 28, all those verses of Scripture, amen, somebody, when God made Adam, watch this now, God also gave Adam the charge, amen, he said that you, you, you have to, uh, you, number one, you're going to have dominion over the fowls of the air, the fish of the sea, all of this kind of stuff, amen, somebody, everything that creepeth, everything that breathes, all of this is going to be under your charge and is your duty, your responsibility to provide for them. In other words, to care for them. Amen, somebody. And I put the most precious one on the inside of you. Because it should be nature. See, everything else that's outside of nature. Hear me and hear me good. I'm, I'm moving a little fast now for you, but I know you're getting me in the spirit. Everything else that was outside of what was inside of Adam, Adam had to learn. Adam had to be taught. Adam had, God had to tell him, I need you to have dominion over the fish, over the sea, and all of this. God took Adam basically through a, through, uh, through, through a class. Amen. And God instructed Adam what to do and how to do it. Amen. Now, because okay. Adam was the first man, he was made with the very hands of God. It was instinctively so when God spoke to Adam, Adam received it in his spirit immediately, and it didn't take him all day and all month and all year, amen, like it does us when God gives us a word. I'm going to leave that alone. Amen, somebody. But what God did God says all of these other things, now you have to be taught how to care and provide for them. But there's something that's on the inside of you that I have placed, and when I made you, I made that thing on the inside of you at the exact same time because this thing I need you to care for as if it was you, because it is you. That's why when God put man to sleep, he took the rib out of man, and God said that I'm, I'm building up a woman, and then he woke Adam up. <laughs> he woke Adam up. He presented that, 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 that creation to Adam and said, Adam, there you go. Now what you going to do right now? Adam, without any training, without any thought, without any class or anything that he had to go through, instinctively Adam looked at Eve and knew exactly who she was and said, this is bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Because when I looked at you, I instinctively knew who and what you were. Amen, somebody. When you have a man that can look at you and instinctively know who and what you're about, that's your man. That's your soulmate. Somebody shout yes. I know, I know you want this one, you want that one, you want Tom, you want Dick, you want Harry, all of the other ones, amen, somebody. But what about that one, huh? when Tom, Dick, and Harry, when you, when you coughing in the midnight hour, and Tom, Dick, and Harry trying to figure out what's going on, and they went and buy, buy you something, I got my brother to get us some robots, amen, somebody, go get you some robots, go do this, go do that, amen, somebody. But what you do, you call that original one, or sometimes amen. that original one will call you. Amen, somebody, because he already know. Look at here. I know it's about that time. I know your allergies are uh, uh, acting up here. I, I, I look, I done already uh, called, and you got you, you got a script waiting for you, this, that, and the other. I done, I done sent you over something, or here go uh, a few dollars. I done cashed after you so you can go get that medicine that you need or, or what. Amen, somebody. 
Can I get a witness? Because when God, the Bible says it like this here. What God has joined together, let no man put asunder. And let me tell you the true rendering of that verse. What I have joined together, how dare anybody try to attempt to come up against this? How dare you? How, what gives you the audacity, the, the mitigated goal to think that you can undo something that I did? <laughs> you coming up against this couple? How dare you? Who do you think you are? What authority do you think that you have to undo yeah. something that I did? Yeah. Well, you say, well, 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 it ain't nobody coming up against us. It's us. We just don't want to. We, we, we fighting for the boys. We're doing it. Again, my answer still remains the same. How dare you think that you can come up against something that I have put together? Amen. What God has joined together that no man put asunder. <laughs> it is written in law. Somebody shout yes. Amen, yeah. somebody. So, 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 so watch this now. So, so, so you know you got yours when yours instinctively knows you. Amen, somebody. Why? Because before he saw you, he was carrying you in the inside of him. Before he, oh, y'all don't hit me in this place. Y'all, y'all, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. But before I put a ring on you, before you said, I do, I carried you on the inside of me. I prayed for you and didn't even know your name. I, I prayed for you. My God, somebody, Jesus. My God. Oh, Jesus. And that's provision. That's, that's providing. That is providing. I'm caring for your well-being. I'm, I'm, I'm caring for you. I'm caring for your well-being. Amen, somebody. Now, Amen. now, 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 now. Not only provide, but to protect. Because when you were on the inside of me, when that rib was connected to me, I protected you because not like you were my own, but I protected you because you are a part of me. Amen, somebody. I protect that which is mine. See, you wonder why when they were building the tabernacle, amen, and even when uh, Nehemiah went back to build the wall, and all of these great undertakings that were happening in the Bible, amen, they were always grouped together by families. Go back and research it out. They were always grouped together by families. So the family of this uh, tribe was over here. The family of that one was over here. The family of this one was over here. And this family built this. And this family constructed this. And this family made this. And this family sewed this together. And this family played these, these instruments. And this family did this. Why? Because if anybody come up against us over here, they are going down because I will protect my Yes. Amen, somebody. That's why God always grouped families together. That's why the unit of family is so important. Now, now see, 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 what, what do you do? You train your children up for success. The Bible says train up the child in the way that they should go. And when they get old, watch this, they ain't even going to depart from it. 
Amen, somebody, because you are already instilling them, instilling in them what they need to prepare them and set them up for success. Amen, somebody. So why would God set his own work up for failure? Amen, somebody. Because if you are grouped with this one and that one and this odd one and that odd one, when trouble comes your way, this one might run, that one might run, you might run. You want to say, man, shoot, this, this ain't even worth the headache. What are you doing on your job? Amen. When your boss starts acting a fool, what's the first thing? Oh, this ain't worth the headache. I will quit right now. Amen, somebody. Why? Because you ain't got nothing that's keeping you there. Amen, somebody. I quit this job and I go get another one. You don't talk to me like that. Amen, somebody. But let you get home and let somebody try to come and break through that door. The first thing that you're going to do is you're going to take them out. Why? Because they are coming up against my family. This is something for me to fight for. My family stands together. My family comes in unity. You fight for your family. So he sets himself up for success. He says that I don't have to worry about this project. You run from it or it, 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 it ends up being incomplete. Because if anybody come up against it, oh, my God, they got something because that's a whole family they're coming up against. That's a whole unit they're coming up against. That's a link, that, that, that links in a chain that they're coming up against. Amen, somebody. So I don't even have to worry about it. I can go over here and do something else uh, because I put the family over there. And this family will bend together. Somebody shout yes. You ever been part of a family that y'all fight, y'all fuss, you probably cuss each other out, probably fist fight each other, call everybody everything in the book? But let somebody outside of the family come up against the one you was just arguing with. Amen, somebody. You will stand up and say, not so. You want that one. You got to come through me. Why? Because you protect family. These are things that are instinctualized on the inside of you. These are your instincts. Amen, somebody. And this is how God instituted it. From the beginning. Amen, somebody. So not only to provide, but to protect. Amen, somebody. So, 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 so when things are, are, when you have things that you're doing, you are, see, everything that Adam was doing, he was protecting his family with everything that he was doing. Adam went out and he was caring for the cows. He was caring for the, the, the fish in the sea. He was caring for the fowls of the, the air. He was tending to the, 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 the ground, the, 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 the flowers, and he was doing all of this stuff all over the land. And with everything that he was doing, he was protecting his family with everything that he was. And see, understand this. All that is is a representation of the character of God. Every step that God makes every move that he makes, everything that God does, he does it to protect us. Think about this. Before there was in us, God made the same book, the same book of Genesis. Amen, somebody. In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Well, well why did he need an earth? Because he needed some type of atmosphere, some type of foundation, amen, some type of soil, some type of housing, some type of creation, amen, to protect. Oh, y'all don't hear me up in this place. 
Amen. Somebody, man wasn't even on the scene. Man wasn't created yet. But everything that I did from beginning was to protect you. I, I, I did the atmosphere to protect you. I did the firmament to protect you. I made the sun to protect you. I made the moon to protect you. I made the stars to protect you. I made the grass to protect you. I made the trees to protect you. All of these things before you were even born. I did all of these things for you. Amen, somebody. You know, there's a lot of things that a man puts up with because of his family. Amen, somebody. You know, a man to be on a job that he hates and deal with being talked to like he's a little boy from a boss. Amen, somebody just to protect his family. Can I get a witness up in this place? Amen, somebody. You go through a lot of things. You get a lot of bumps and bruises because you are that alpha male. You stand in the front and take those bumps and bruises to protect the ones that are behind you. Y'all ain't never protect nobody. Amen, somebody. And protection comes in a multiplicity of ways. You can protect them emotionally. You can protect them physically. You can protect them, amen, somebody mentally. You can protect them so many different ways. Can I get a witness up in this place? Some places you don't go because you're protecting your family. Some places you do go because you're protecting your family. Amen, somebody. Some people you don't hang around or you don't let hang around you because you're protecting your family. Amen, somebody. I really want to be in your company. I really would like to hang out with you. But that spirit that you're operating in, I cannot let it come back to my house. Because I must protect my family. Amen, somebody. Your knees should be scarred up in prayer. Because you're protecting your family. What they see, they see it in the natural, but you see it in the spirit. So you take it to God in prayer. Mm-hmm. Somebody shout yes. Yes. As a protector. Are you getting something out of the word? Amen. Provide, protect, and lastly, love. Amen, somebody. It's not love as in emotions. It's not love as in feelings. It's not love because uh, this is uh, uh, how I feel about you. I'm in love with you. That, that, that's not love. That love, amen, somebody, is temporal because what you do today will cause me to love you today, and what you do tomorrow will cause me to hate you tomorrow. What you do the next day will make me fall more and more in love with you, and what you do the following day will make me fall less and less in love with you. So that can't be what God is talking about. So I get a witness up in this place. Amen, somebody. No, but to love. Amen. Is that agape love? Amen. That love that's not a feeling, it's not an adjective or an adverb, that love is a straight-up verb. Love in action. Love in deed. Amen, somebody. I speak because I love you. I be silenced because I love you. I put up with your stuff because I love you. I put up with other people because 
I love you. Amen, somebody. See, love does, love does, love does. The Bible says it once again. God is love. God is love. And God is not a stagnant God. God is an ever-present help. Amen, somebody. God is a God that will never leave you, never forsake you. He is always there. He is always on the scene. He is a sovereign God. He is an omniscient God. He is always there, and he's ready and willing to help you 24-7 because he loves you. Amen, somebody. Amen. So to be an alpha male, we have to know the instinct of provision, protection, and love. In other words, we have to be the ones who stand flat-footed and lead by example, portraying the very essence of who God is. You want to be an alpha male? You want to have an S on your chest? You want to have your chest stick stuck out there? Stand up and show me a representation of God. Let me see God in you. Lead me to God by your example. Amen, somebody. Don't lead me to hell. Don't, don't, don't do all this and do all that, and when it's all said and done, you never talk to me about God. You never told me how to pray. You never showed me what true love really is. Amen, somebody. Amen. So listen, listen. I'm through with you. May God bless you. May the heaven smile upon you. I love you. And listen, if you've gotten something out of the word of anything that I've said, then it should be something not just to be, oh, I like this, and we said something there, or, oh, let me write it down, I use that in my next sermon, or this, that, or the other. Uh, it should not even bring change. Oh, ooh, 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 I'm going to change the way I'm thinking now. I change my mind. I change this. I change that. Because if you change, you'll change back. But it should be something that can bring and that will bring utter transformation. When you transform, you can't transform back. That old way of thinking is gone. It's all that new way now. Amen, somebody. God bless you. I love you. Apostle Erica. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Come on and work. Come on and give them worship right there. Hallelujah. 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 Father, we thank you, O oh God, as we cover over his life, as we cover over Pastor Gilbert's life. Amen. Elect Lady, Pastor Camilla Gilbert on tonight, and Bishop, amen, E.L. Gilbert on tonight. We thank you, O oh God, hallelujah, for their faithfulness and diligence even in their own ministries. Hallelujah, we thank you, O oh God, hallelujah. Doors that need to be closed will be closed. Doors that shall be open will be open. 
Father, we thank you, O God. Strengthen them, O God. Whatever you need to do, O God, God will take the veil, amen, off the eyes, amen, so they will not and no longer be distracted by any other thing outside the will of God. And we thank you for strengthening them on tonight. We strengthen them on tonight. Hallelujah. Come on and just lift your voice on tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah on tonight. Just lift your voice just for Hallelujah. 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 Take it. Just take off mute on tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on and bless the Lord on tonight. Come on and take yourself off mute on tonight. Hallelujah. 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 Father, we thank you, O God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you on tonight. We thank you on tonight. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on and bless the Lord on tonight. Hallelujah. Mama so Father, we thank you on tonight. Hallelujah. As we stand in proxy for them on tonight. For those who handle Christ as their personal Savior for tonight, I dare you, amen. Hallelujah. Just lift your hands where you are. Hallelujah. God has created us for worship. Hallelujah. To worship you, I live. Worship you, I give. Hallelujah. I live to worship you. Father, we thank you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on and bless the Lord. Hallelujah. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we cross off the ministry angels. Amen. That is always right now. In the name of Jesus, we cross off the ministry angels. Over the next lady, that's the 
God on tonight. Amen. Pastor Franklin Garfield on tonight. God bless you. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The Lord is such a good God. Amen. We thank God. Amen. For Bishop. Amen. Give us tonight a powerful message that he brought. Amen. I learned so much tonight. Amen. I'm going to apply it to my life. Amen. Hallelujah. Because that's what we're supposed to do. Take the word. Just not hear it, but apply it. Amen. Use it. Amen. To enhance your life. Amen. To be, hallelujah, the leader that God called you to be. And I'm just so grateful to be a part of such an awesome, hallelujah, uh, uh, compass tonight. Amen. It's beautiful uh, how God is using these men of God and these women of God. We're just grateful to be here. Amen. This is my first time being a part of something like this, or being able to be the uh, host. Amen. And, 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 you know, when you know, you know, you got to go, you know, learn a little bit of time as you go along. You know what to do, what to say, when to say, how to say. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. And so we're going to see how high it is. Let's see. Hallelujah. something. Amen. You can. Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank God. I I enjoyed the word both nights. Thank you, God.
put it into the hands of Apostle Erica. And I know she has some announcements to make. Amen. The Honorable Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Prophet of Flame. Praise the Lord. I hear you. Praise the Lord. I hear you. God bless you. And go ahead and pray us out. And then God bless you. Okay. Okay. Father, we thank you for the service tonight. We thank you, God, for both nights. We thank you, God, that you strengthened us in the word of God, that you strengthened the men, God. Hallelujah. They can be true men of God that can teach and preach the gospel and most of all live it. We thank you, God, for the impartation of the word tonight. In the name of Jesus, we praise you. We adore you. We magnify you, God. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. Well, God bless you, saints, and y'all have a great evening. Hallelujah. Bye-bye now. Amen. Bless you.